Hello listeners and welcome to Determined to Grow. This podcast is all about getting to know the thoughts of volleyball players, coaches and officials. Let's dive right in. Episode 3. What is Sitting Volleyball All About? In this episode, we'll be chatting to Anton Romando, who is a Paralympic athlete and the founder of Paravolley South Africa. This interview will be all about Paravolley South Africa and how you can start playing sitting volleyball. Hi, Anton. How are you? I'm very good, thanks. Uh, great to be here on your podcast. It's great to have you on this podcast today also. Paravolleyball is an exciting Paralympic sport and lots of people are interested in finding out more about it. So let's kick it off with a few questions that I have for you today to enlighten everyone what Paravolley is all about. So my first question to you would be, who and how was Paravolleyball South Africa founded? Well, South Africa was founded uh, officially in 2000, uh, 2015. Um, I had moved back from the UK to South Africa and was looking to get involved in sport again. I played in the UK um, and sport didn't exist. Um, my partner and I founded the organization, but we actually started a small um, volleyball club in Cape Town, and we'd been playing already in 2014. So I guess the sport was first played in 2014, but the organization got going in 2015. Okay, wow, that's quite interesting. Um, when you say that uh, you guys started a volleyball club, was it mixed plays or was it just uh, plays with uh, disabilities? No, it was very much mixed. It's great. I mean, the sport is probably one of the most inclusive sports in the world. Um, it's available and open to able-bodied, uh, physically impaired, male, female, uh, all ages. Um, so our club started off actually mostly with uh, able-bodied players. And it was a great mix between when I mean, we had uh, father and son playing together, husband and wife playing together. Um, and yeah, a mix between physically impaired and able-bodied. And um, what's great is you can compete like that up to national level. Oh, wow. Okay, that's amazing. And once you go international, then it splits out and becomes um, physically impaired only. Okay. And uh, tell me a bit about how you in particular got involved with sitting volleyball. I was uh, living in the UK in London and I'd had a motorcycle accident, lost my left leg uh, through the knee. And after recovery, which was about in 2007, 2008, I was looking to get back into sport. And I looked around me to available near where I lived. And interestingly, sitting volleyball was the closest club uh, to where I lived. And I'd never heard of the sport before, never played it, obviously, and um, decided to try it and, and fell in love. And uh, so February 2009 was the first time I started playing. And I just got hooked and then never looked back. The club that I played for was East London Lynx and they had many uh, of the UK national players in that club. So I could benchmark myself against them and see the Great Britain player. Um, and I quickly improved and became part of the national squad and then the national team. Um, and yeah, I went on to play in all sorts of competitions representing Great Britain, including um, London 2012 Paralympics. Wow, that's amazing. Uh, just a quick question. Uh, so, were you? did you ever play uh, standing volleyball um, prior to your accident? Or was sitting volleyball your first um, intro into volleyball? Yeah, sitting volleyball was funny enough my first experience. Um, I might have played one or two beach volleyball games when I was a teenager, but I've never had any training in, in volleyball. I played a lot of basketball, um, so I, I like to think that the hand-eye coordination, teamwork, and those kind of skills were transferable. Um, 
but no, never never played volleyball before. And I think it probably just shows it's quite an easy sport to to uh, pick up with some friends and, and start playing. You don't need to have skills to get involved in the game. Um, no, I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was, it was an amazing game. Well, that sounds really good. And um, do you think that uh, the UK had established sitting volleyball quite a bit when you joined? Were they just starting off with sitting volleyball? They had a program for sitting volleyball going back into the 90s. Um, but it, it got closed down um, for lack of funding. And um, so when I joined, they were just resuscitating the program. They had a few clubs going. Um, but as a, as a high-performance sport, especially the beginning of the new program for the high-performance sport, and it was rebuilt in preparation for London 2012 Paralympics. We were the first really main group of well, national squad, and we were very privileged to have the whole development program leading up to 2012. And then they continued that program after 2012. Um, it, sort of, it, it seems to go in swings and roundabouts there. They, 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 depending on the funding and the commitment, the national government either has a, a sort of a big boost or, and then slows down and then sort of picks up again. So you joined the sport at the right time. <laughs> it seems like it, yeah. Okay. And what is uh, para volleyball all about? Because lots of uh, players in South Africa and also uh people that have never played volleyball as such uh, don't know much about para volleyball so can you just tell us a little bit about it well para volleyball actually covers um, multiple sports for the physically impaired um, sitting volleyball which is indoor volleyball sit to side very similar to the standing version um, but it's played uh, sitting down on the court then you also have beach sitting volleyball um, and that's three aside and also played on a beach similar to beach volleyball but again you're sitting down then you have beach and that's um, people playing with prosthetics standing up um, also three aside and then you have standing indoor volleyball um, and that's again with prosthetics so in a way there's four para volleyball sports the biggest by far is sitting volleyball, the six-a-side indoor version. I I honestly did not know that. I thought that para volleyball was just sitting volleyball. Then it's quite nice that they have different versions of it, and like that broadens the variations of volleyball uh, quite a bit. And that's quite nice to know, and it'd be actually nice to see in South Africa if we can get all four up and running um, and see people participate in it. My next question for you is, how is sitting volleyball different from standing volleyball? Well, it's actually very similar. All the rules are fairly much the same. Um, you've still got six aside, you're still serving, sort of uh, passing, um, setting, spiking, blocking, as you would in uh, standing volleyball. Th there's probably three main differences. The one is you're sitting down on your bum on the, on the floor. Um, so you need to be able to move using your arms um, and legs and shift around the court and then play the ball. Um, the second difference is that the court is uh, smaller. Um, six meters wide by um, five meters uh, on each half and uh, the net is lower so um, the net for men is 1.15 meters high um, and that's high enough that you can still reach over most people can reach over and, and spike so it's still spiking hard um, in fact, sitting volleyball is actually a quicker sport than standing volleyball because the court is smaller, because you need to move with your arms, your reaction times have to be quicker. So you have to move the arms, get your hands up. To, so it's a very quick sport, um, very exciting, a lot of fun. And otherwise, it's pretty much, uh, pretty much the same. Those are the three, three main differences, really. Okay, I did uh, participate in sitting volleyball training and I did notice that it is very similar. And those three differences are basically... Um, 
the the main differences that it is in and it's quite exciting and quite fun to play actually uh, my next question is where and how can individuals start playing sitting volleyball all around South Africa? So we established now in three provinces, Western Cape, Limpopo and KZN. We are expanding into other provinces. Uh, we expect to be in, we're launching in Gauteng uh, in April. Um, so probably the best way is to go onto our website. You can go to paravolley.co.za. Um, and it gives you the contact details of the people uh, in each of those provinces. And you can just phone off where the clubs are and how to join. You can also follow us on social media, on Facebook, on Instagram, Twitter, um, and find out what's going on there. But we can constantly expanding and, and opening new clubs and uh, moving into new provinces. We uh, hope to be in five or six provinces um, by the end of next year. That'll be great so that the game can grow and more people can get involved and um it can grow as big as volleyball is in South Africa and even uh, bigger, if so. The other thing that uh, caught my attention is the national championships that's being held in KZN. Would you like to just tell us a little about it so people can get more involved, possibly come and watch and um, yeah, just know uh, more about this event? Absolutely. It's, it's very exciting to be holding our national championship in Durban. It's the first time it's being held in Durban. This is our fifth national championship since we started in, uh, the first one was in 2016. Uh, we've obviously had a, a break in the last two years. Um, so I think everyone's very excited to come back into the competition space um, and see each other again. And the, the competition is the opportunity for, for clubs, and players, sports staff, um, the administration of the sport to all come together. And it's not just, um, uh, competing, it's an it's opportunity to make new friends, meet people, um, develop the sport, uh, learn more. Um, and I'd really encourage people to come and, and have a look. If you haven't seen the sport live, it's great to watch. You'll, you'll be able to meet all sorts of people at, at the event. Um, so it's being held at UKZN in the main sports hall. It's held on the Sunday and Monday of the last weekend of March. So the uh, 27th and 28th of March and um, it'll probably start uh, around 9am in the morning and you'll get to witness some of the best sitting volleyball in South Africa. Well, that sounds exciting and I can't wait to see it. Um, what are your plans for Para Volley South Africa in the near future? Well, we have some great plans. I think um, as an organization, we have two main missions. The first one is to become the largest grassroots sport for, or Paralympic sport in South Africa. So we'd like to have the most number of people playing any Paralympic sport playing sitting by working very hard at a grassroots level to expand the, the club infrastructure and get more people into into clubs. Um, and then our second main objective is to have um, a men's and women's uh, national team competing at the Africa Championships and winning medals. Um, so we have already had a men's team competing, um, so they've gained some experience. But what we need to do now is get a uh, women's team involved and, and start climbing the ranking. Those are our two sort of overarching objectives. Um, as I mentioned earlier, expanding into new provinces. So we're already launching into Kaoteng in uh, April. Um, we're looking at expanding into other provinces as well. Northwest, Ongolanga, for instance, three states. And I think that's, that's, those are our main objectives, is, is to continue expanding the sport and getting more people involved. Well, hopefully, us as a country, we can get more people involved and we can get uh, para volleyball to the level that um, the committee aspires to be at. And uh, yeah, we can just grow the sport completely because I'm sure lots of people don't know about it and they'd like to get involved. And it's a great way 
to get out there and get involved in something that uh, excites you and be a part of, just being a part of a team um, helps you in so many different ways. So hopefully we can get more people involved in the sport. Right, yeah. Uh, has South Africa ever participated in the Paralympics? And um, if they haven't, uh, what are your thoughts about South Africa participating at, uh, well, on an international level? Yeah, so South Africa hasn't sent a team to the Paralympics. <clears throat> There's a very rigorous um, qualification process one has to go through before you accept it into the Paralympics. Perhaps I can actually just give a, a, a brief background to that and give your viewers some more for information. So, sure. So there's eight uh, slots available for uh, sitting volleyball at the Paralympics. Eight countries can actually submit teams. Two of those up to world championship uh, rankings. One is for the host country. Um, there's four zones for sitting volleyball. So Africa, Europe, uh, Asia, Oceania, Asia, and Pan America. So the top country from each of those zones gets a, a slot. And then there's one free slot for the next best ranking country in the world that hasn't already qualified. So you can imagine it's, it's very competitive. It's, it's really top, 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 top teams that are getting in there. So South Africa want either be pretty much the top two or three ranked teams in the world or be the, the best in Africa. And one should also sort of look at it from the point of view that you've, you've obviously got men competing and women competing. So we'd have to be, if we wanted a team in, we could look at either the men's teams or the women's teams. On the men's side, um, Egypt is currently the fifth-ranked uh, best country and uh, best country in the world for men. A men's team into the uh, Paralympics, we basically need to be able to beat Egypt and really be the fourth best uh, men's team in the world. Uh, on the women's side, Rwanda are the best women's team in Africa, and they're currently ranked seventh. So we would need to produce a women's team that could be ranked effectively sixth or seventh best in the world. So you can see the competition is extremely high. Um, and normally when you're dealing with team sports and building them to compete at the Paralympics, you need a, a minimum of an eight-year program and a, a huge amount of um, effort in uh, competition exposure, training, uh, resources for, for developing a team, not just from a coaching perspective, but from a psychological perspective, health perspective, strength and conditioning, etc. So, um, we definitely have aspirations to be at the Paralympics and to send either men's or women's team there, have them qualify. But it's a long journey. It's not something you can sort of just start a sport and then say, okay, we, yeah, we're good enough to, you have to qualify. And part of, part of building a team is their competition experience. So the Paralympics is often seen as the pinnacle in terms of um, a sporting competition to go to. It's actually the pinnacle in terms of the most media exposure and sort of a highlight in an athlete's career. But from a competitive standpoint, the World Championships is the um, biggest and most important competing event. At a World Championship, you'll have 16 teams, uh, perhaps even up to competing, whereas at the uh, Paralympics, it's only eight. So there's also a whole range of other competitions that people can compete in. So, I mean, if you look at a, a someone joining a club in South Africa and what opportunities are available for him to compete, um, you've, depending on the province you're in, you might have a provincial league that you're competing in. Then you have the South African National Club Championships, which we just spoke about. Um, we've got established a Southern African Club Championship, uh, so far one in uh, Mozambique. Um, 
sorry, two. So one in Mozambique, one in uh, Zimbabwe, and there's one planned for Zambia. And that's all at club level. And then if you were to um, get into South African national squad and compete um, for the country, there's the African Championships, which is the best teams competing in Africa. We've had a national team go to the Africa Championships twice. And then following on from that, there's Continental Cups, Intercontinental Ships, uh, World Cups. And only after that is the, the Paralympics. So there's a huge range of competitions that people can, can compete in. Um, and really one needs to have good experience competing in all those competitions before one actually becomes good enough to to qualify for the Paralympics. Well, that just seems like a whole lot of opportunities to play and get more involved. So hopefully we can have uh, another chat in the near future and you can tell us all about uh, the South African team growing and competing at all these different levels. It's great to see that there is various competitions that people can get involved in and there's not just one thing to aspire to, but a lot of different competitions that you can grow and develop towards and aim to be the best at, such as in your province, in your country, subcontinent, in the continent. So it's quite, it's quite nice to see that there's a whole range of different opportunities for people to play sitting volleyball. Is there anything else that you would like to mention or tell us about? Well, um, it's a very exciting sport. I'd encourage your listeners, if they haven't heard about sitting volleyball before, um, Google it, uh, go on YouTube, watch some videos to see what it's like. Have a look at our uh, Facebook page, Instagram, Twitter, um, or our website. Ends up on our website about previous competitions and results there. Um, and how to get involved. Yeah, we just welcome people to to um, either gain a, a more understanding about the sport or, or come in and join. We'd welcome anyone who wants to, whether you're physically impaired or able-bodied. Um, and thanks very much for having me on the podcast. I hope, uh, hope your listeners uh, got some information about the sport and um, new interest in it. Thank you so much for uh, chatting with us and uh, I'm sure after this podcast Sitting Volleyball will definitely grow and uh, we'll hear more about Para Volley South Africa in the near future. Thank you Anton. Thanks Sri Lanka. Thank you for tuning in and listening to Determined to Grow podcast hosted by Rienka Kisten, President of Durban and Districts Volleyball. Make sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook with the handle at Durban and Districts Volleyball to find out when new episodes will be released.